0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Tide Talk podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here with Jake Thomas. Jake, what's up, buddy?
1: Man, doing good. I had a safe uh, trip in from the well, a little extended vacation uh, for the weekend, and uh, we come back today. Um, but man, heartbreak this weekend, and we'll get into it. But man, I you know, kind of ruined my weekend to be honest with you, <laughs> and my vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hate I hate the tide uh, ruined your vacation, Jake, but. Uh, well, Like you said, we'll we'll talk more about that. Uh, the chat is open for those that are that are just tuning in. So make sure you jump in the chat and kind of give us your thoughts on uh, the the album was tough loss to Texas A and M this past weekend. Uh, but before we really dive into much of that, I do want to tell you about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. You know, football season is back, and you know all the eyes are on the football field. So you know, make sure you head on over to BetOnline.ag, which is the number one spot for all your pro and college football action. Uh, head on to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's B L E A V. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Bet online where the game starts all right guys really excited to be back with another episode of the podcast good to have jake back from his vacation uh like he's mentioned a minute ago uh the alabama game kind of put a little damper on his trip but uh he made it back home safe so we're we're thankful for that uh but yeah it's uh it was a tough loss jake uh you know we're going to talk about that you know as as the show moves along but uh the the chat is open so jump in there Give us your thoughts and opinions, and we'll be sure to read those. And if you're not subscribed already, hit that subscribe button, whether it's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just wherever you get great podcasts. Jake, let's just might as well just uh, kind of get it out of the way. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened in the Texas A&M game. Uh, just, just your initial thoughts, Jake, when you were watching the game live, your emotions throughout that game, and uh, you know, kind of your thought process watching the Tide play on Saturday night.
1: Honestly, I was, you know, starting out, I was dumbfounded because, I mean, my gosh, it went up 17-7. to 7. I mean, it was halftime 17-7. I was like, what the crap is going on? I mean, this was not the top Alabama performance I was expecting. I mean, especially the way A&M has been playing. Now, I understand everybody gives Alabama their A-plus effort, and usually Alabama steps up to the plate and goes A-plus-plus when that happens. And usually may struggle in a half and then, then dominate the second half. But Sarah and I just felt different. And I don't know what it was. But, I mean, it was almost Johnny Manziel-esque because, oh, uh, Cal, I, I made fun of him. But, I mean, but it's Cal but I called him Cal Zone the whole game. But, I mean, the dude played out of his mind. And, I mean, he has not done that against anybody this year. And to have that kind of performance against Alabama, it was crazy. But yes, I did crush a water bottle. Thank goodness it was empty. But yeah, I was I was pretty ticked. But uh, hats went flying across the room. Sunglasses, luckily, didn't break, but they they went flying across the room too. But it was just very disappointing. So
0: yeah, it, it was disappointing because. You know, Alabama left a lot of points on the field. Oh, that, that, that They could have scored more than what they did. Uh, defensively, the inconsistency is just—it's—it's it's baffling. I mean, it really is. Uh, there, there's too much talent, too much experience on that defense for for so many lapses, for so many miscommunications or mis miscalls or or missed assignments. Whatever it is, uh, there, there's too much talent and experience for that to happen. Uh, so it's just, it's just very, I'm not sure the effect that the, the Malachi Moore rejection had on the game. Uh, but you know, it did make, you know, some sort of impact on the game, especially in the first half because the defense did finally make adjustments at halftime and played much better in the second half. But Jake, when we needed him to make a play and make a stop, they didn't do it late in the game. They didn't do it. They they busted Mm. the coverage. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a chance to to hold them to a long field goal attempt there at the end of the game, but we get a pass interference call because we can't get our head turned around and play the football. Mm-hmm. It's just it's one thing after another, and it's just it's very frustrating to watch when you know the amount of talent that is there on that side of the football for Alabama. Yeah,
1: and I got three points I want to make real quick. First off, the defense. Since we're talking about it, I mean we have three. We have several. Players that are three-year starters on that defense and they're still missing assignments. Yep. I mean, that should never that should never happen. I know uh, Toa Toa is new, especially in our system, but I mean, he he started at Tennessee and he's and he's really good. So he's he's busted several plays, not just in this, you know, this game. I'm just I'm just talking about the whole season. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the entire defense missed coverages. Point number two. When, when you have Brian Robinson in the backfield, you do not pass 30 times in within the 15 yeah, yard line.
0: Hey, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that too here in a minute. But uh, And I see what you're saying. Go, go ahead and go, go give your third point real quick.
1: The third point um, was, you know, to honestly, the NCA needs to reevaluate the targeting rule because that is absolute crap. If they didn't get, if they got Malachi for a targeting, but didn't get uh, their guy for for hitting our guy, I mean, it, it was helmet to helmet contact. Yeah. I don't care if he landed with his shoulder first. He did hit him helmet to helmet and didn't and didn't get it. We got we got to review that. I mean, that's bull crap.
0: Yeah, let's. I want to talk about that for just a second because I, I don't even know what targeting targeting is anymore, Jake. It's ridiculous. It is, and I don't want to hear their crap about player safety. Because the one, the hit that was much more detrimental to the player was the one on Billingsley, not the one on yeah. Texas A&M's quarterback from Malachi Moore when he barely bumped him. I know, yeah. Exactly. So if it was about player safety, they would throw the player out that took the risk of hurting the other player the most.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I don't want to hear their crap about it being about player safety, and I don't want to hear their crap about it being about player safety when they let people dive at each other's knees when mm-hmm. ACLs are being torn every other snap right exactly. i just it's not about player safety it's about it's about perception that's what it's about for them it's not really mm-hmm. about the players it's about their perception of of protecting players uh heads from injuries right uh, it, it's a joke it's a big joke and pass interference calls are a joke too i'm not just i'm not mm-hmm. talking about the demarco helens one right uh, you know but i'm just saying overall pass interference is a joke guy i mean the defensive player has no chance nowadays no Uh, if if he has just a fingertip on an opposing wide receiver i don't care what school he's at they're calling a flag it's 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 ridiculous it is there's a lot that needs to be looked at and it's easy to get fired up about this stuff after your team loses which you know fortunately for us that that that's just the first time in the last 20 games that alabama's lost so Nineteen and one, yeah, nineteen and one over the last twenty. I'll take that uh, any day of the week, but but more specifically about this game, Jake. Uh, defensively, he, here's my problem with the defense. Uh, not only do we we give up yardage and points to to great offensive teams, because and I don't have a problem with that because you're going to the great offensive teams, they're going to put some points on you because you know great offense always. You know, pretty much beats great defense. That's just the way it is. But Jake, we don't smother the the uh, the offenses that we should smother. No, Southern Miss had no reason to score fourteen points against us. No, Mercer had no reason to score fourteen points against us. Mm-hmm. So, so what I mean is, when the defense doesn't smother the teams that they should smother, uh, there's your sign that you may have a little bit of a problem. And you know, I, I've I've defended Pete Golding. Uh, because twenty nineteen, I, I even today, that twenty nineteen was not on Pete Golden. That defense had a horrific amount of injuries. Oh yeah. And then twenty nineteen, I thought he was turning the corner because they played much better. But this twenty twenty one defense is is about the same as it was last year. And there's better players on this defense than there was last year. Uh, you know, minus Patrick Sartan. But the truth is our corners have played pretty well. It's yeah. it's it's pretty much everybody else. Yeah. It's 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 the middle of the defense. It's the safeties. It's the inside linebackers, uh, and the interior defensive lineman outside of Fidarian Mathis. So, right. it's 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 just frustrating to watch these guys when you know what they can be, and they're not living up to that potential.
1: And you brought up the twenty nineteen defense. I'm going to go back a few years, be you know, before that. You know, this defense now. It, it does not do a good job stopping the run in the middle, you know, up the middle. Back back in 2015-2016, I mean, Alabama smothered runs up the middle. This yeah, defense well, has holes as big now, as and, it,
0: and I'll say I'll say this. There's no doubt we have talent right now, but mm. we don't have Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne talent on the I, middle of that I, defensive line. So I mean, it's I it's different that. when you when you got two first round nfl dudes on that, that the interior of the defensive line compared to you know i mean phil mathis will be a, probably a second round pick but we don't right. have we don't have any right now first round picks on that interior defensive line so that's that plays a little bit into it but uh, you know outside of a couple of runs they had in the first half album have done a pretty good job against texas a&m i mean mm-hmm. held them to i think three and a half yards per carry uh, that's not great but it's not it's not bad uh you know, pretty much shut their entire running game down in the second half. They didn't. Do, they didn't do anything in the second half on the ground. So, uh, but I agree, it could be better. It should be better. Yeah. Um, but, but the busting coverages, the the missed tackles in open space. Uh, I'm just sick of it. I mean, all I. Can say.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, it's 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 kind of frustrating because you know. You know, we talked about I mean, we hyped up all summer long with this yeah, defense. We did. And I mean, and there's no excuse for this defense to have so many busted coverages and everything else going on with it right now. And like I said, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's fifty fifty, half of us on coaching, half of us on the players to go out there and execute the plays that they're that they're giving. They're not doing that. So, I mean, you know, and I've been one of these that, that's been on Pete going for the past couple of years. But I was trying to give him the benefit, benefit of the doubt this year. So, and I'm still trying to do that. But, I mean, it's obvious something is not right with the defense.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and we've kind of talked about this before. I don't know if it was kind of between us or on the show, but it, it seems like we just need to simplify the defense, man. Right, yeah. I mean, it just it, – it feels like it's just overly complicated. And and maybe that's why there's so many busted coverages. I don't I don't I don't have the answers. If I had the answers, I would be the coach that's making ten million dollars a year right now at Alabama. But I'm not that guy. I'm just here to give my opinion. But uh, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like it may be time. I'm not saying Pete Goldens a bad defensive coordinator because he's not. He's he's a good defensive coordinator. I mean, there's no. He's a good defensive coordinator. But at Alabama, you need a great defensive coordinator. We Mm -hmm. deserve a great defensive coordinator. So. Uh, I, I just, you know, do you think that that Pete will be back after this year? Just kind of that's kind of a I,
1: I, that's a good good question. I don't have that answer. Like yeah. you said, you know, <laughs> Saban's got that answer. I want to tell you one other thing about the defense that you know the other uh, from Saturday night. You know, we got no pressure on on, on Cal Calzada at all, and yeah. and they were starting true. Two yeah. true freshmen offensive linemen, and we got zero pressure. That's kind of concerning too. I mean, I know. I mean, really, the. I mean, Drew Sanders is out. He's a really good pass pass rusher, and of course, Will Anderson. But I mean, other than that, somebody besides Mathis somehow on that on that front defensive front has got to step up. And you know, it, you know, we don't hear much about it, uh, Justin and Boogie. We don't hear much about him. DJ Dell, I think he had a couple of tackles on the night, but you don't hear much about him in games. Somebody's got to step up besides Mathis, besides Anderson, besides Drew Sanders, besides Christian Harris on that front, seven, eight guys right there. Somebody's got to step up.
0: Yeah. And yeah, the pass rush uh needs to be better. But AM kept a lot of guys in. And it was it was they run a lot of six and even seven man protections uh throughout that game. So I mean that had a lot to do with it. Uh, but the 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 interior pass rush needs to needs to step it up. I mean, right now, the the only two guys that even pose some sort of threat in the pass rush is is, is Mathis and Anderson. So uh, that that definitely needs to to kind of get sorted out. I don't know if they need to bring more guys, but you know, you know Malachi Moore, and that, that's why I brought the Malachi Moore getting ejected. You know, something that he is, you know, I kind of say he specializes in is blitzing. Yeah, you know. Uh, From from the secondary. And, you know, maybe maybe we had had that plan in the game. What I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to. To defend Pete Golding, but, you know, they have a game plan going into games. Maybe the game plan because you know Malachi Moore has kind of been rotating in and out with Brian Branch, but Moore yeah. got the start this week. Maybe the plan this week was to bring Malachi in a lot on blitz packages and uh-huh. and maybe you know, maybe that was kind of their game plan moving, you know, going into that game. And, you know, he gets ejected there on the first series and it kind of throws a wrinkle in their game plan and you know, they couldn't really adjust to the second half. So uh and, and the truth is Texas A and M just come out firing on all cylinders. They hit us right in the mouth yeah. and And we couldn't respond and couldn't really get on our feet until the second half. And, uh, you know, kudos to the guys for coming out in the second half and they played their rear ends off and and got back in it and had a chance to win. But, you know, know, Texas A&M made the plays the last four minutes of the game and Alabama didn't. And that was was what, you know, decided the game. Yeah, absolutely. Along along with a plethora of, of other things throughout the game. All right, we've talked about the defense. We're going to talk about the offense here in just a second. But real quick, the chat is open. So if you've got any questions or comments, jump in there right now, and uh, we'll be sure to read those and, and answer those the best we can. Uh, Jake, we did have a question kind of leading up to the to talking about the offense from Steven yep. on Twitter. Um, and I'm just kind of remember off the top of my head. He was asking, you know, does Brash Young, uh, you know, does he have the ability to change the plays, you know, at the line of scrimmage? And if so, you know, why wouldn't he have changed to, to some running plays? you know, they're inside the 15-yard line. Uh, the truth is, we don't know the answer to that. I would assume that he has some kind of freedom within the offense to, to make some plays, but uh, it may just be check with me where he looks at the sideline and they give him the the, the second play call. So, uh, not sure on that, but uh, I'm not going to put any of this on Bryce Young. I don't, I'm not putting a bit of this game on Bryce Young. It was his sixth start, I mean – He's going to throw interceptions, man. He's going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But you know who shouldn't be making mistakes? John Metchie should not be dropping passes. No. Jaleel Billingsley should not be dropping passes. No. I mean, it, it's just – I mean, I don't know how many drop passes we had, but it was a bunch. Mm-hmm. And they were all critical drops, either first downs. Uh, Latous mm-hmm. was a touchdown. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I just – it was it, – it's just uh, that part I cannot explain. Uh, drops have been an issue all year long. So uh you know it's it's kind of hard to uh to to even really think about that. All right we gotta
1: there's Steven again.
0: <laughs> yeah uh man Bill O'Brien look it's easy to question play calling especially sitting on the couch. But right. Uh, anybody who doesn't think Alabama should have ran the ball more than what they did inside the 15-yard line, I don't know what you're watching. Um, uh, we ran the ball eight of uh, – we the ball of 10 plays that we had inside the 15-yard line. That's inexcusable. It is. Brian, Brian Robinson was averaging six yards of carry. He was plowing over dudes. He was running his tail off, and he was carrying that offense, and – and for some reason, we, we didn't give him the ball enough. Jake, we threw the ball 48 times in that game, and Brian Robinson only had 24 carries. There is no way we should double up his rushing attempts in a game. No way.
1: Negative, no. I mean, Brian Robinson right now uh, needs to be the workhorse on, on the yeah. offensive side of the ball. Yep. I mean, he he's earned it because, I mean, he's – like you said, he's been getting better and better each week. And um, – You know, like, but I'm with you. There's nothing on Bryce on this game. Uh, Bryce, like you said, he made he's making his sit start, and I mean, and and to me, he, you know, he he's he's still learning, you know, a little bit. uh, Like like everything. There's Stacy's son on the screen.
0: Sorry, guys, we got a little bit of interruption here. Yeah, but uh, tell him hey, Barrett.
1: Barrett, what you doing, boy?
0: But um, but no yeah I mean Brian Robinson needs to be the workhorse of this offense he is uh he he seems like he's kind of turned into you know a guy that could carry the team much like I don't want to compare him to Derrick Henry but you know it may need to be like that this year moving forward we need to feed him because he seems like he's a guy who gets better as the game goes on as the defense wears out and Mm -hmm. you know late in that that. Fourth quarter, Jake. That that defense was gas for Texas A and M. We should have fed uh, Brian Robinson the ball oh gosh, as many yes. times as possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, hey, and uh, Stephen, to answer your question about uh, JoJo and Kool Aid, um, I, I don't I don't know where maybe Kool Aid could find a place at one of the safeties, uh, but I mean I, I don't have many complaints about Job or or uh, Jalen Armour Davis. I feel like they've they play pretty solid. I mean, Job, every once in a while, he's gonna get one penalty a game, but man, when you get thrown out a lot, it's gonna happen. So, I mean, mm-hmm. especially in today's game, they're 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 flag happy. Absolutely. Devin's got a question, says, What would you say the biggest factor in the game was? Was it the Malachi Moore ejection, Bryce Young's interceptions, B Rod's fumble, pass interference on last drive? Um, I I would first of all, I don't I'm not putting that fumble on B rod No. I mean uh, my kids are in the background now. Uh, um, <laughs> so th- for your entertainment, uh, but I would say that, uh, uh, this, the biggest issue was, it was all of those things. It was drop passes to me. The drop yeah. passes were, were, were the killers. Um, especially Latou's in the end zone. You You can't drop a touchdown pass. Uh, john met dropped a couple first down plays uh billingsley on our last possession dropped one uh so it's uh it's just it's just frustrating so um i i think it's a multitude of all those things and uh just uh i i don't know how to explain it it's just a bunch of different things so it just is what it is and i'll be right back jack you've carried on
1: you could. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, uh, Devin, uh, to me, I'm with Stacy on that. Um, I, you know, it, it, it was a combination of all of those things. Uh, it kind of started out with Malachi's ejection, which, you know, we talked about earlier in the show. I, the targeting cause got to be changed. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I did not believe that was targeting at all. Um, I, and, and then later on the game, they they went after one of our guys, and and it wasn't called targeting. So, you know, and and that was a clear helmet to helmet hit. So I I don't I don't understand, uh, you know, the the targeting rule. Um, but you know, again, Bryce Young, I, I'm not throwing this on him, and I don't understand some of the backlash towards him right now, um, because Bryce Young is making the sit start start. You can't. You can't can't blame him for for the you know for the offensive woes that's happening. I mean, he's throwing. I mean, there was a couple of passes that that were behind receivers other you know the other night, but other than that, I mean, he's throwing perfect balls and they're just dropping them. I mean, that's been happening all year. Uh, B Rob, you know, other than the fumble, he's been he's been pretty much consistent. You know, uh uh a, a, a pretty, pretty much are our, our pretty much a big offensive guy
0: uh, running yeah. the ball. Yeah, I'm, I'm back, by the way, yeah. guys. I'm sorry about that, my kids. I mean, <laughs> what well, you do you do? When you got kids, you got kids. And right. I want to touch on this. The fumble yeah. was not on Brian Robinson. That, no. that was Bryce Young's fault. Yeah. But but I go back to play calling, Jake. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many fullback dives have we ran in, in the <laughs> last 10 years? Right. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many times has Bryce Young ever handed off to a fullback in his life? Think about I that. I mean, why would you put your players in that situation? Just line up in the I formation and hand it to Brian Robinson up the middle. Yeah. And if they stop it, they stop it.
1: I mean, four straight plays at the one yard line. Just give it the ball.
0: I mean I, I don't I don't get that. And like I said, I, I don't I don't like, you know, bashing coaches or players either one no. because, you know, that they've forgotten more about football than what I'll ever know. But uh it's just it's frustrating to watch when when the team doesn't you know they allow a team that is inferior to them to beat them. I mean, right. you know, a couple years ago when when Clemson was just better than us in the national championship game, you know that I'm is stable. what it is. that that is what it is. But yeah. Texas a and was not better than us. No. And no. and Alabama had no business losing to a team with a backup quarterback and several backup offensive linemen. It just just shouldn't happen and you know maybe it's a wake up call for those guys but uh it,
1: I hope it is because you know the thing that frustrates me the most is I understand that A and M beginning of the season may they were hyped up to to pretty much challenge Alabama, but I mean they're, they're starting quarterbacks out and and Cal Calzada has not looked good. They have not been able to establish a run in any of their ball games. I mean they only scored ten points against Colorado, but yet they come out and just do whatever they wanted to at will against us, against the number one team in the nation. I – that just don't sit good with me. And, I mean, we could not do anything against them. And it just – it was just frustrating beyond words, you know.
0: You know, and if you look at the box score outside of the final score, Alabama dominated, man. I mean, they had 143 more yards than what Texas A&M had. Just – just – what happened inside the 15-yard line for alabama
1: that's where. so is
0: that it was inexcusable jake we, mm-hmm. we took the ball out of the pl- out of the player's hands that mm-hmm. was making plays for us and that was that was brian robinson he, absolutely i just i don't get it man i, I don't get it uh and hey. i do i do want to point out something jameson williams is a dog he, hey, he is that that man showed up in the second half and and he played his rear end off man i mean he he helped the Alabama team get back in the game in the second half, and he was a real difference maker. And, uh, you know, what would this team be like without the Ohio State receiver transfer?
1: Oh, absolutely. And Devin just just commented there, you know. Yeah, hey, yeah. It could be. Dude, I,
0: that's a dangerous combination, man. They're, they they seem is. like they're starting to uh, – and I'll say this about our wide receivers. they They are getting more separation – than they were earlier in the year against defenders. And so uh, that part is getting better. But the, the drops have got to stop. I mean, that's just that's, inexcusable. I mean, that's that's football one-on-one. If you can't, you know, catch it, uh, I, I mean, I, I can't do much for you. What
1: What is Bryce Young's, you know, completion percentage right now? Do you, do you know – no, nah, he's probably right
0: about, around se- right around probably seventy percent.
1: So, I mean, adding adding the drops that that should have been caught, he would be probably about seventy two, seventy three percent. Uh,
0: um, more, be more yeah, than more, yeah, pro- probably it's between. I mean,
1: I mean, that's only two, three points difference, but still.
0: Well, well Jake, okay, it um, just it just takes one. I mean, if Cameron the right. two holds on to the one he had. Yeah, Alabama wins. So exactly. I mean, one drop can make all the difference.
1: Absolutely.
0: And I'm not yeah. putting it on Cameron Latou. No. Cameron Latou is not why we lost the game. No. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we lost the game because we couldn't consistently catch the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't consistently run Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. And and even with the way the defense played, if we had done those two things on offense, Alabama wins the game. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And well, do you want to talk about – yeah
0: yeah that's a good question yeah i, I also want to talk about the I I, I, I would say i would say partially um because we do have a quarterback who was just making his sixth start uh and we have you know a left guard who was just making his sixth start a center who was just making his sixth start you know and the center's the one making the call so i mean i think that has something to do with it i think uh Bill O'Brien obviously has something to do with it. Doug Morone, the offensive line coach, has something to do with that. I'm not sure what took so long, but uh, the right tackle position, Jake, we're just we're 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 decent there, but we're not we're not great. I mean, it's just the truth.
1: Yeah, and and I was going to say, I mean, you know, I I've seen a lot of comments uh, after the game about Chris Owen's situation and this and Dal but I want to, you know, I when during the game, somebody, you know, i seen on Twitter and, and social media, they was just dogging Chris Owens for a sack. But the sack wasn't Chris Owens' fault because it comes from the left hand side. That I mean, they they sent two extra blitzers on the, on the left hand side, and and uh, B Rock would only, got, only get one of them. So, I mean, that wasn't on Chris Owens, but yeah, I mean, we talked about it and, and not nothing to Chris Owens. He, you know, we said he's probably going to be kind of the, the weak point on the on the offensive, you know, side, on the offensive line. Right. But I feel like he's getting better. But is there – could we potentially move him back in at center? Because a lot of people have been, been talking about Dow and his snaps. He did a whole lot better snapping-wise this week. Yeah. But Chris is kind of more he's, – he's more comfortable at center – and maybe Latham or Randolph, somebody else can get that right tackle position. You know, look at just for a week or two to see how it goes. Uh, Is yeah, that I'm something? Not,
0: I'm I'm not going to rule out anything. I I, right. I imagine that there's there's some discussion being made about the offensive line this week. Um, uh, and I imagine there's probably some discussion being made at other positions as well. So absolutely. Uh, I I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm not sitting in those those meeting rooms, so I can't tell you that, but. Uh, I, I do think that that you will see some changes. Uh, maybe not this week, but maybe after the bye week here in a couple of weeks, you yeah. could see something. But I don't know, man. It's just I, I I feel like we should be the defensive side of the ball is where we should be better at because of all the depth and experience. But we're just not there yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's gonna be okay.
1: We still beat y'all, So. No, we're fine. Why don't y'all worry about Georgia?
0: So Will Anderson said, basically, guys have to be about football. What is y'all's take on that? I know what I'm hearing with that, but what is your take on that remark? Yeah, I mean, maybe football is just not important to everybody on the team, and and as it is to Will Anderson, and you know that needs to change. I mean, absolutely. Uh, when you're just, on scholarship at the University of Alabama, I mean, that's that's number one priority. I mean it's just it just comes with the, it just comes with the territory
1: it sounds like he's finally – you know he's finally stepping up to be be that leader that we need you know because he he said recently in a in a post game interview or or just an interview that he he wasn't really a vocal leader but now he's starting to step up to play and be that vocal leader so maybe you know he can start getting through to some of these guys I mean Good question, Anthony.
0: Yeah, we've we've talked a little bit about that. Just, I, I'm not sure what's wrong with the defense. It's it's just not it's not as good as it should be. We're not a terrible defense, but we're probably just average. But we have way too much talent to just be an average defense. And uh, whatever changes need to be made, I hope Coach Saban is kind of kind of filling that out and trying to figure it out. And hopefully, then changes can be made because. Uh, I don't see a team on the schedule, the remaining schedule that, you know, that would probably beat us. But when you get to the SEC championship game or the, or, you know, if if they happen to make it to the college football playoff, uh, there's going to be some elite offenses then. And your defense is going to show up and get you some stops. So, uh, whoa, Jake, this has nothing to do with Alabama. But John Gruden reportedly to resign. What? I swear, it just popped up on my computer. Sorry, guys, this is just random. That's what happens oh, when you do a live show. <laughs>
1: grooting now, after more emails leaked and what you used, you know, the incentive language or whatever it is. daggum. gum! And the Raids are actually starting to, to actually be a good team now. I, I honest, honest opinion, I'm just going, just going to put it out here. Just real quick on that. But I don't think anybody, player or coach, should be reprimanded or, or whatever it is, be in trouble for something that happened 10, 15 years ago. That's just my personal oh, yeah. opinion.
0: I agree with I'm,
1: you. I'm sorry. But that's the type, that's the kind of, kind of world we're living in now. But it's bullcrap.
0: Yeah. I mean, everybody in this planet or everybody on this planet has said something at some point in time that they wish they hadn't said. And yeah. they, They've only gotten away with it because they hadn't been caught yet. So exactly. it's just uh, it's a shame that we live in that type of that type of world right now. Because yeah. John Gruden's a good coach, and yeah, o- Oakland has been playing pretty well this season. So
1: USC um, LSU. I um, <laughs> don't know.
0: But Speaking, hey, yeah. Look, let's uh, look. We we've talked enough about this AM game. Mm-hmm. It's over with. They lost. You're gonna lo- You can't win all. We you can't win them all. I mean, Alabama almost does, but you can't win them all. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Is he available? <laughs> yeah, he might be <laughs> He might be coming to that re- rehabilitation clinic. There you go. But uh, let, let's just real quick. We're fixing to wrap the show up. We've talked enough about the game. I'm over. I'm over the loss. I was over the loss the next morning when I got up because you know what? Sometimes that happens. Album. Look, this is the way I look at it, and not everybody thinks like I do but Texas A&M played the game of their life. Right. Alabama played about as poorly as they could in the first half and then pretty poorly the last four minutes of the fourth quarter still and still had, them. and still had a great chance to win that game. Yeah. I mean, the truth is if you look at the box score, Alabama should have won that game. Right. So even with as bad as they played, you could make the argument Alabama should have won that game. So it's just, it's just one of those things it, It's it didn't go their way. Uh, Hopefully – I don't think there's nothing about this team that can't be corrected. Uh, I just – I hope that they find a way to correct everything. Devin brings up a good point. Final thoughts. How long has it been since Kentucky, of all teams, was undefeated when Alabama was not? Well, this late in the season, I, I'm not sure it's ever happened. But, right. I mean, I'm sure there's been a time when Alabama started the season 0-1 and Kentucky started 1-0. But as far as this late in the season – this is probably probably a record for Kentucky
1: the biggest game for in Kentucky's history is this weekend
0: yeah and they're gonna get beat so
1: <laughs> I mean they're probably gonna get gonna get score dragged but you know remember I did say there was they was going to finish second in the east
0: yeah well so, look we go. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, for like for the next five minutes let's just talk a little bit about the rest of the the SEC mm-hmm. let's just start with Georgia real quick Uh, Georgia's not unbeatable at all. I mean, Jake, there's plays to be made in that secondary. If Auburn had any receivers and a quarterback that was consistent, uh, they would have made plenty of plays in that game against Georgia. Uh, And offensively, Stetson Bennett does not scare me. I mean, he's, he's a good quarterback, but he's not great. Their running game is just their running game is no better than Alabama's and everybody talks like there's some kind of powerhouse running team. Right. I I mean, gimme B Rob, man. I may maybe it's my album of bias, but gimme B Rob. The way he's so, played the last two games, give me Brian Robinson.
1: Zamir so White would probably be fourth on our
0: well, I wouldn't chart. say I wouldn't say uh, that, but <laughs> – would
1: probably be third behind B Rob and Jason McClellan, I think.
0: Uh yeah, it's Mississippi State hitwick, hey, yes. I hate the cowbells, yeah. but I will say this: it's a good tradition for them. So that's about all they got. So I guess we can let them have that. Is Vandy still in the SEC? Unfortunately. Yeah. I'm uh, sure. Thoughts on Ed Orger on Jake? Is he gonna? Is he gonna make it? I, I doubt it. No, he's I, gone. Yeah, he gone.
1: But I made I'm, I I made an interesting case other night on our, on my other show and uh, Stephen. Still thinks it's going to be at Audron, but I my my question was, what if Florida goes close into Death Valley and LSU beats beats Florida? Who's on the hot seat more? Is it going to be at Audron or is it going to be Dan Mullen? Hmm.
0: But I still it's think, sti- it's, it, it, I think it's it's still, still Cocho. Yeah. uh that place is a dumpster fire. The way yeah. – look, it's one thing to get beat by Kentucky. It's another thing to get skull dragged by Kentucky. And they got they skull got dragged.
1: dragged. And so, And Boote's and Bo- and out for them the rest of the year, too. And that's pretty much yeah. their only offense.
0: Oh, yeah. That's the right, I mean, that dude's elite. That dude is an yeah. elite wide receiver. Yeah, so, they're going, they're yeah, going to they're, they're in trouble. They're yeah. in trouble. Uh, what else is going around the SEC right now? Um, Tennessee has kind of been a surprise. They've played well the last couple of weeks.
1: Yep, um, I still don't think they're they're elite. I don't
0: think no, 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 no. They ain't got enough dudes. But, they, they, but they're. they're pl-
1: Heldon Hooker, Hinden Hooker. Is, yeah, Hinden Hooker. Is, is, he's, he's yeah, he's a good a player.
0: He's a good yep. player.
1: He's a good, good player.
0: And the good news is, we get them at home in a night game. Yep. Uh, Saw that week after next. So. Yep. That's that's that'd be pretty cool. Um, um I want us. I want to just ahead.
1: say yeah. Uh, Last week, the the pretty much the best game of the week for me was that Ole Miss Arkansas classic. That I was, know, there was
0: a, something that I was trying to think of yeah, that I could not think of. Yes, it's that, that was game. an
1: amazing game. And do do you fault Arkansas going for it or just going to overtime? Or do you, do you think they should have they should just went to overtime?
0: Kick the freaking extra point and go to overtime. That's what I think. And if
1: I mean oh, KJ yeah. K. J. Jefferson had the momentum
0: in that well, game, you know, but Jake last Jake. Jake, mm-hmm. if you're gonna go for two, mm-hmm. you have to tell your quarterback, at least give your players a chance to catch it in the end zone. He threw it. He yeah. threw it out of bounds, man. I know. You can't you can't do that, KJ. But yeah. But, and I love Sam Pittman, Jake, but man, Me you gotta too. kick that extra point and go to overtime. Take your chances there. You had all the um, momentum. I mean, I just I don't I don't know. That's just my opinion. What would you what would you have done?
1: I would kick that point going okay. overtime.
0: Yeah. I mean that's just but my opinion. Yeah, but that was a that was a heck of a game. That was, it was. a heck of a game. It was fun to watch.
1: It was. It, it was. it
0: got Saturday started off right. Unfortunately, you know, Alabama didn't end it on too good of a note. But, right. Uh, you know, props to Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher being the first assistant to beat Nick Saban. Now people can finally stop talking about that. I'm so sick of hearing about that, man. I know. I'm so glad that's over with. Uh. So is the the 100 game winning streak over uh, unranked opponents. That's over with. Yep. But, You know it is what it is i mean you can't um, win them st- all i'll st- if, if if we win the next 19 out of 20 like we did this time i'll be, I'll I'll be just be, i'll be
1: just fine <laughs> and streets are made to be broken so that's right I
0: mean, that's right i mean you can't win them all uh, yeah. i mean because Alabama's really got a you know,
1: really got a great great quarterback I have not heard that yet. I heard a lot of people talk about it, but I've not heard the song. Okay,
0: yet. I'm just gonna have to. I have no idea what you're talking about, Stephen. There's some I, kind I, of song. I'm not. I'm not a hipster. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there, there's some kind of song that I think a Georgia person put out. Maybe a Tennessee person talking about they hate Bama, but a lot of <laughs> a lot of people like it, including Alabama fans. But I'm assuming. I'm assuming
0: it's a song. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, it's, it's a song. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I, I don't know. I haven't. See, I haven't y'all,
0: studied. I mean, I'm, I'm letting some skeletons out. I have no idea what that is.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, Stephen, what's your thoughts on it? Sounds like, you you know, you've, you've heard it. So, but, you know, I want to say this final thoughts. We'll wait for Stephen to chime in. But, Alabama still control its own destiny. And, yep. and the rest of their, their schedule plays out really well. For them, but, I mean, Arkansas and maybe Auburn at, at Auburn is the, the biggest challenges left. So, I just – you know, they, they still have a chance to win now. We get in the SEC Championship game and anything can happen then. So
0: – I'll say this. I think – I think Tennessee is more of a threat to Alabama than Arkansas is simply because uh, Arkansas's offense doesn't threaten me as much as Tennessee's offense does. Yeah. So – um, and having
1: them at home, like you said, is going to be – is huge. Yeah, that,
0: that's – we have both those teams at home. So, right. um, what, the only away games left, Mississippi State, um, Auburn. LSU. No, LSU's at no, home. LSU's at home,
1: that's right.
0: So, is it just – is it Mississippi State and Auburn? Yeah, is that it? I think so. Sure Surely that's not it. No, we're missing we – got to be missing one.
1: Well, we're not know New Mexico State's at home. Are we missing anybody between them? Um, Tennessee's at home.
0: Tennessee's at home.
1: Mississippi State is on the road this week. Auburn's on the road. Arkansas's at home.
0: Who are we missing?
1: That's – That, yeah, I'm not sure. But, Devin, the answer – Answer your question, yeah, I do believe if Alabama does beat a, beat Georgia and it's, I don't care if Alabama beats them thirty to nothing,
0: I oh, still Georgia's think, gonna, in.
1: yeah, Georgia's yeah. going to get in now. Yeah. Now they're in Alabama seat where if Alabama had one loss, they was going to make it in.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just I, I'm looking at the schedule right now, at yeah. Mississippi State the sixteenth this Anthony coming Saturday, and then at Auburn the the twenty seventh of November. Wow. See,
1: we have an off week after this week, right?
0: No, uh, play Tennessee, That's off right. the week, then, play LSU. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It is. Go o- over a month without taking a road trip. That's pretty and, wild.
1: And, and unfortunately, the end of football is getting close. Yeah,
0: that we're sucks. halfway down with the regular season. That sucks.
1: But, but basketball is on its way. And that team looked pretty good and practiced mm-hmm. what I've been seeing, so. Catchy and feel bad for enjoying.
0: <laughs> I gotta goal. listen Whoa. to this now. Oh my I've god, I've got to listen to this, Steven. I'm, I'm gonna listen to it, man.
1: No kidding, I'm gonna have to check this out because I mean, I've seen a lot of people talk about it, but I hadn't heard it.
0: Where have I been? How I mean, when did this happen?
1: Uh, over the weekend,
0: huh?
1: I believe. Any chance that I break out the run the ball t shirt. <laughs> I think that's already copyrighted by, yeah. by an Auburn fan. <laughs> Sorry. No. But, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to feed by Robinson. Anyways, yes. we talked about that enough. Uh, well, we're fisting ahead head out. We've uh, went 45 minutes or so. We appreciate everybody that, that tuned in on the chat. Devin, Anthony, Stephen, Cassidy, whoever else was in there. We really appreciate that. Uh, make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube apple Podcasts or spotify and we would greatly appreciate that uh jump in the comments on on our past videos on youtube and just kind of just give us your thoughts on anything that kind of helps out as far as youtube's you know algorithm on how they kind of distribute out you know what they recommend for people to watch when they search for for alabama football so we greatly appreciate that uh make sure you do head on over to betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs um Devin says, appreciate, we appreciate you, Devin. Appreciate you, Thanks, Anthony. Roll Tide, fellas.
1: Roll Tide, Anthony.
0: Right. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Jake, I don't have anything else to add. If you don't, uh, we can we can kind of wrap this up with a bow, mm-hmm. put this Texas A&M loss behind us, and get ready to beat the Mississippi State Bulldogs. And
1: it's behind us. Yep, let's get it on. <laughs> hey,
0: All right, guys, we're about, to, we're about to head out. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh you can follow our podcast on Twitter at Tide Talk Pod. I'm at on Twitter at Blackwood89. Of
1: course, I'm at Jake Thomas TTS. All
0: right, guys. Hey, and also make sure you join our Facebook group as well. Just search the Tide Talk Podcast mm-hmm. uh, and just you know request to join it, and we'll uh, we'll let you in. Uh, and we just we appreciate everybody that listens to us and supports us. It means a, a great deal to us because it's a lot of fun to do this. Sorry about my kids earlier, but I mean. It Morning. is. Yeah, go yeah. ahead, Jake.
1: I just want to say one other thing. Uh, uh, Stacy, uh, I believe you you have a new segment you're gonna start doing maybe once twice a week to yeah. keep up with. So thank
0: you. Thank you, know. you Jake. Yeah, no <laughs> like, I, this this is probably why I haven't heard of that song yet. Because <laughs> anyways, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna to try to do a couple, you know, at least one a week, maybe two a week, Tide Talking 10, where I just real quick catch everybody up with kind of what's happened that week. Or what's coming up in the next couple of days. So just be on the lookout. That's why you need to subscribe to the YouTube channel so you right. don't miss any of that. And uh, we've made it to 100 subscribers. So we greatly appreciate that, man. Thank that means you. a lot to us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. So here's to the next 100 and the next and the next till we get to thousands and thousands of subscribers. And we certainly appreciate that. All right, Jake, let's head out. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Roll tide. Roll tide.